What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode number 44. My name is Josh Toll, and I am joined by my good friend, Brett Roberts. As always, HBot is currently uh, rebooting herself right now. She's not with us right now, but if she's listening to this, make sure you're ready for the outro, HBot, so you can tell everybody to like, comment, and subscribe. Brett, hello. Everybody else, hello. Hello, Josh, and whoever's watching this, thank you for coming. If you're watching it live, if you're watching the replay, thank you for watching. Um, we don't really do a lot of uh, live versions of the podcast, so mm -hmm. this is a first for us, kind of, I think. Yeah, we did the the live Resident Evil review discussion, um, but this is the first of the like as far as a regular podcast goes. And we are doing it because, Brett, we've got a lot of other videos in the works right now. I'm also leaving for vacation this week. So we yes. needed something that was a little bit easier, a little less intensive of editing and time consuming and doing it live. Is that because you do it live and then it's done. So fuck it. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Uh, speaking of content schedule, before we go over what the topics are for today, we have uh, an episode of Unclaimed Baggage in the works. Uh, it will probably come out next week uh, while I'm on vacation, uh, and I'm pretty excited for it. You saw you saw a little clip of it today. I did. Uh, obviously, so that, uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And if you haven't seen those other uh, episodes of Unclaimed Baggage, there's two of them. Uh, make sure you check them out. They're a lot of fun, different from the other content that we produce, so yeah all right so without further ado let's hop into what the topics are for today uh first of all we're gonna be talking about pokemon unite uh never thought we'd be talking about that but yeah here we are yeah but here we are uh maybe doing a little bit kind of like a review discussion with that uh ish uh brett has a secret topic for me this week like i had a secret topic for him last week so that'll be exciting to see what that is about um yes then we're going to wrap up with either a viewer topic. So if you're in the chat right now and you want a topic of yours, not just a question answer, but a whole topic of yours covered on the show, jump that, put that in the comments right now. We'll remind you again as we get closer. Um, or we have another topic that we might discuss, which is Z Laner uh, declining Twitch, uh, declining a uh, streaming agreement with Twitch because of Dr. Disrespect. Um, and then, yeah. Not going to be any indie intel this week, but I do want to give a quick couple of updates on those uh, as we get closer. But anyway, Brett, before we hop into our main topics, let us do our media consumption update. What are you playing? What are you watching? What are you doing? All right, Josh. To start it off, I'm going to mention I finished the Fear Street trilogy. I watched the final film, the final installment uh, last night, actually. Oh, you and did? I, okay. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Um, I wish they spent more time in the, what is it, 1666 or whatever, um, wherever the fuck it takes place. Yep. I wish it took place there more. Uh, they kind of spent a lot of time in the modern towards the end of the movie, mm -hmm. or the 90s, I should say. And, uh, you know, I, I just kind of, I liked that setting. I thought it was the creepiest setting of them all. Mm -hmm. kind of wish they stayed there. I agree. That was, that was one of the reasons why I didn't like the film as much mm. uh was because i felt like we just kind of started um you know like in the 1600s and i thought that was really cool and creepy um yep. and then it just cut away to handle the wraparound so you know yeah exactly um i thought the twist was good there's a twist in the movie i don't want to spoil it but i thought it was good i didn't like 
the twist in regards to it connecting with uh, the 1990s, uh, basically there's like a family lineage uh, twist thing. Right. And I just, I didn't like that connection as much. I thought it was kind of cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that is uh, what I thought of, of that. I think that out of all three movies, the second one is my favorite. Um, and that's it, man. That's, uh, that's what I watched. I also watched a film with you called Occult. Oh, yes. Uh, which is a Japanese horror film made by the same uh, filmmaker that made Noroi the Curse, which is a fantastic found footage movie. Um, this one is about a man who survives a brutal uh, attack with a knife. And I really can't say anything else except that uh, it's fucking insane. Yes. And spooky. It's very good. It's very, yeah. very good. It's quite good. As a matter of fact, uh, some of the music from that will be featured in our next video, uh, Unclaimed Baggage Episode 3. So uh, just that, uh, leave that there. That is correct. Uh, but yeah, so then, you know, let's talk about some games that I've been playing, Josh. This is going to come out of left field, I feel, but I need to bring it up because I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. And I rated it on GG. It actually is on GG. I finished a game at work, might I add. Um it is called Doodle Champion Island Games, and it is the Google Doodle for the Olympic Games. Do you know about this? No, I do not know about this. So you know what a Google Doodle is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So right now for Google Doodle, they have this like video game. When you click on the logo, it actually loads a game, and uh, you play as this little cat, and you like play all these mini games on this island. It's like a JRPG. It's fucking weird. Um, and you play all these like sports centric mini games. Uh, if you haven't tried it, I recommend uh, all of our viewers and you as well, Josh, to go and check it out. Not now, but later. Yeah. Um, I beat it. <laughs> I beat the fucking game. <laughs> like the whole thing. Nice. Uh, the, the cool thing is it has anime cutscenes that were animated by uh, a studio called Studio Four Degrees Celsius, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a little like list here of like some of the projects they've worked on just like to spark your memory because yeah. you might know who they are. So they worked on Memories, which is an anime film that we all watch. It's like a anthology series. Um, they also worked on Princess Arietti. Mm-hmm. Um, they worked on Mind Game, which is a big one. Uh, Tekken Kintreat. I don't know how to really pronounce that, but that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Berserk the Golden Age arc, all three of them. Um, Justice League, the Flashpoint Paradox movie. Oh my God. Uh, Murafukas, which is like a... Yeah, uh, we talked about that before, didn't we? That movie slaps. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are just a few things that they've done and they animated all the cutscenes um, for this project. So That's uh, cool. good job, Google. Good job, uh, Studio 4 Degrees Celsius. That shit is slick. Nice. Two quick things, Brett, before you continue here. First of all, you're Thanosing for some reason. Um, Great. <laughs> so... Maybe do your little hand thing. And also shout out to um, Disrate Studios who are in the chat that just said, hey, guys, uh, for those of you that have been following us, obviously you will know that Disrate Studios uh, are the people uh, behind uh, Lights, Camera, Slaughter uh, on Kickstarter, which was successfully funded, by the way. Congratulations. A project that Brett backed and then I also backed and am an executive producer for. Uh, 
no monetary compensation involved obviously just one of the kickstarter levels uh so you might see us or me or our logo in the game depending on what they use uh so stay tuned for that and obviously uh we will play it probably at some point on the channel maybe do a let's play akin to like baby soda bloodbath and stuff like that from way back in the day anyway just wanted to give them a shout out uh drop absolutely a, drop a comment uh if you want a topic covered today, our final topic will be a user-submitted comment today, or topic if we get one. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Continue, Brett. No, uh, that's that's all I had. Uh, there's one more game that I've been playing, but I think we're going to save that. Uh, so right. why don't you why don't you discuss what you've been watching, what you've been playing, and then yeah. we will move on to that. Yeah, uh, so same as all uh, the stuff that you have been pretty much uh, a cult. I just want to say particularly, I think that's one of my favorite found footage films of all time. Uh, quote unquote. I think the ending and their depiction of hell uh, was so was so fucking cool uh, and unique. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. Um, uh, besides that, I've watched uh, that new Megan Fox horror movie last night. Um, How was that? Till death. Uh, it was okay. It was better than I was expecting it to be, and it does some kind of really interesting stuff um so i would recommend it uh, it's definitely not you know groundbreaking or anything like that but i think megan fox is great in it uh, i'm glad to see her uh just in something again uh and like actually having to really act um and not just be you know what she has been in the past which is unfortunate um, eye candy yeah which i mean she's a much better actress than that um well, she's in Jennifer's body, which a lot of people consider like a cult classic. Like, no, I, I, I agree. It's a, akin to that. It's not quite as over the top of that. It's much more reserved, uh, but it's very cool. And it has a very cool concept, very um, a la like Gerald's game. Uh, mm. But if Gerald's game was more action focused um, and not so psychological. Uh, so that was cool. Um, I have been playing. Uh, what the fuck is it called? The anime game. <laughs> Um, oh, um, oh my God! You're making me blank Scarlet right now, Scarlet Nexus, uh, which is very cool. I'm liking it a lot. I think I can officially recommend it to you now, Brett. Um, oh, you there? Yeah, there you are. Uh, I'm here. Yeah, officially recommend it to you now. Uh, it's 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 very good. Um, and then uh, also been playing something else, which we'll talk about. Uh, I'm done playing Mass Effect Three for now. Um, That's unfortunate, by the way. Yeah, problems I, you're having with that that game is terrible um and i think i think that's it there's probably some other stuff in there but that's all right I'm not really of a note um so let's let's talk about it then what is the game that we've been playing the most josh we have been playing oh before i see disrate studios responded said thanks guys really appreciate it and yes i've got your logo in there <laughs> nice hell yeah dude nice that's cool appreciate logo that behind my head you can see um obviously yeah thank you appreciate that that's cool uh, again check out uh, lights camera slaughter uh, you can wishlist it on steam um okay so yeah the game that we've been playing a lot which i cannot believe i'm even saying this is pokemon unite uh yeah, po dude. pokemon you shite as i like to call it um and here's the thing we are really enjoying this game uh it's a good game but there's a lot of problems with it, um, and I'd like to discuss them with you, Brett. So why don't we start with this? Why don't we start with what's good about it? And then we'll talk about what's not good about it and what are our really significant issues with it. How does that sound? That sounds fantastic. Okay. So what are your just initial impressions and overall thoughts thus far of the game? So the one thing that I really like about Pokemon Unite is that 
it is a Pokemon game. <laughs> and Pokemon is, you know, usually really good. Yes. Uh, it's been a part of my life since I was literally like five years old. Uh, huge Pokemon fan. So simply playing like a different Pokemon game is always kind of cool when it's not like the typical mainline thing. Right. Uh, that being said, it's a MOBA, which is if you don't know what a MOBA is, it's essentially like a League of Legends or a Paladin or not mm -hmm. Paladins, a uh, yeah. Smite. Uh, Paladin. Paladins kind of. Yeah. D different. Like a first yeah. person. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's it's a MOBA. So I'm not a huge fan of MOBAs. I played Heroes of the Storm a little bit and I played a little bit of League. Not my thing. I didn't like that you play on the same map over and over and over again. Um, I never quite understood like the lanes and like anything like that. But the one thing that I like about Pokemon Unite is that it kind of does it a little different. Um, first of all, Pokemon, one of the biggest things in Pokemon is that you evolve. So in Pokemon Unite, you start off as a little baby bitch Pokemon. And as you progress uh, by killing enemies, you will evolve into, you know, the second form or third form of your Pokemon. Mm -hmm. uh, and that aspect right there is fun right away because uh, you're, you're on the grind trying to get your, your evolution so you can be stronger. Right. Yep. Um, and then another thing that they do that's a little different than other MOBAs is that they have this mechanic where basically you're gathering all these points and then you have to kind of dunk it in like a basketball right. into a net, uh, which is a really cool mechanic. So you have like, you know, full teams defending one point from someone that has like 40 points that they're trying to bank. Um, so, yeah, there, there's just elements like that that I think are cool that they're doing right. Uh, there are cosmetics and DLC. It's a free to play or free to start game, as they like to call it which I don't love. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the cosmetics that are in the game are, are cute and cool. And, you know, they're outfits for your Pokemon and outfits for yourself. Mm -hmm. But that's where um, it kind of ends for me. Like the graphics are, are charming. I love the, you know, the art style. I love the menus, the UI, the matchmaking is very quick and snappy. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, you can go ahead and, and say all of your positives before we start kind of getting into the negatives if you, if you want to do that. Yeah. Um, I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I'm, and I'm coming at this game with the perspective of somebody who played a lot of League of Legends um, back in the day. Um, like, I played it very competitively in college, mainly, um, and played it, like, every day and a lot. And I was very heavily into League of Legends. Um, and I liked League of Legends for a while. Uh, this is a very akin to that, um, just in the way it's presented and organized um and kind of like dota i don't know as much about dota but obviously dota is kind of what kicked off the whole moba really uh renaissance not renaissance that's not either or just that kind of a subgenre of like multiplayer games um and this is basically what pokemon kind of does best right like it's baby's first fill in the blank baby's first rpg baby's first moba but there is a level of competitiveness there that you can be somebody that is unaware of how to play a moba and get into it and enjoy it because it's already understandable right with the pokemon with the evolution with their abilities and stuff like that <clears throat> and it's a very simplified kind of M uh, moba format but it's also competitive enough that people like us can go in and have a really nice competitive experience, right? And we know what we're doing and we can compete uh, and there's kind of a challenge there. Um, I think that the art style is charming. Um, I think that the way that they're handling cosmetics and stuff is fine. Um, it's something that I want to play more of. Um, I wish, well, I guess actually that's probably where it ends and we can go into the, the yeah. criticisms and stuff. Um, yeah. So I don't know where you want to start with this, Brett, but I think for me, 
I know what the biggest thing is that we'll talk about, but I think maybe some of the, my smaller nitpicks before we get into that, which is the microtransaction stuff. Um, I think first of all, in handheld mode. So when your console is not docked on the switch, it only runs at like 29 to 30 FPS that has got to go. It has to run at 60 FPS. You can up it. You can up it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. It's in the menu. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to look at that because playing a MOBA at 30 FPS is garbage. Garbo. It's, it's, it's poop, dude. I agree. And I had, I was having the same experience as you and I like was just putzing, putzing around in the menu and I saw it and I was like, thank God. Yeah. I should be able to turn it up because the MOBA, I mean the, 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 not only the input, but the, the collision of moves or abilities or attacks. If you're playing at 30 FPS, it feels like shite. It feels so unresponsive. Um, so that's good to know. Yeah. Um, but there was that. I don't know uh, the. I think there's some UI issues that we saw, like it being glitchy and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Or- so the first thing is that it's the most important thing is this game is being developed by Tencent. Yeah. So there's a problem there. Yeah. You guys don't know Tencent. They're the Chinese company that has like a huge monopoly over like the mobile game market. Um, and they are known for their shitty practices and, you know, pay to win mechanics in their games. Um, yeah. And ties to, you know, the communist party in China, which yes, we don't need to talk about, but no good. No good. Exactly. Um, and the problem here lies that there are pay to win mechanics in Pokemon Unite. Uh, we didn't think, you know, before this launched, you know, the Pokemon community was like, there's no way they will allow, you know, a franchise as big as Pokemon to have these kind of mechanics in the game. But who do they mean? Who 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 do they mean is going to allow that? Because remember, Nintendo does not own Pokemon. Nintendo doesn't give a fuck. It's the Pokemon company. Yep. It's the Pokemon company, and they suck. They're terrible. Nintendo Nintendo owns like thirty percent of the Pokemon company, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, so you know, of course, guess what? There's pay to win mechanics in the game. Uh, we don't have to delve too deep into it, but essentially there are these things that you can equip to your Pokemon. Uh, the higher level you are, so I think level 10 is when you can finally get the third slot unlocked. Right. So every Pokemon, you can have three held items equipped, and each held item increases uh, the Pokemon's you know, attack, special attack, speed, you know, all these different uh, mechanics in the game. The problem here lies in the fact that you can upgrade these held items to make them stronger. Right. Now, to do it without paying money, it is painfully, painfully slow. You know, if we had, and we didn't, I don't think, maybe I spent like a dollar. Uh, if, if you don't put any money in, you are not going to be leveling these things up quick enough. Um, and as someone that pays, you know, a hundred plus dollars right off the bat, they're going to, they're going to steamroll you to the ground. It's going right. to be an awful experience. Yeah. I think the only money that you and I put in was the battle pass, which we got, um, which yep. is a normal thing for games to have. But the thing is there's the free battle pass and there's a paid battle pass and the paid battle pass has these upgrade items in there as well, but then they unlock other items. So if you run out of the items that you need to upgrade the held items, then you could just buy this other item, convert it to the item that you need to upgrade the thing. You see where it gets, it gets no good. If there's more than three like premium currencies in the game, you're going to have a bad time. That's where we're at right now. There's like four different types of tickets in the game. There's like two different forms of coins in the game. It is just all around. Not good. Yeah. And you don't want this because not only does it split your player base, right? It's just, it's a, it's a predatory practice, right? The same way that like loot boxes are predatory. um, If you can pay and they have like upgrade things or they infect the gameplay, like if it's just cosmetics, that's one thing, right? Because 
anybody can understand you're looking at it. That's not going to impact gameplay. When you can upgrade items that have a direct significant impact on the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay and give certain players advantages over others, then that's a predatory practice, and it's not a good practice to have. And I want to bring our conversation, Brett, to just something that you and I were talking about yesterday, looking at that Reddit thread, right, where people yeah. were complaining that people were complaining about the game, if that makes sense. You had people saying, since it's a free game, therefore you can't complain about it. You can't critique it. You can't have an informed opinion about it. Um, yeah. Well, there's also the fact that another thing that people were complaining about is, Josh, uh, the Pokemon company released a survey for you to give feedback about the game. And seeing how this is a game that a lot of people, including us, really like, and it's fun, and it's surprisingly good, you know, it's a great opportunity for us to go and speak our minds and let right. them know that these are not, you know, the kind of things we want in this game. We don't want these pay to win mechanics. Right. And people had the audacity to say, you know, I, I'm sick of these people complaining. You know, if you don't like the game, just don't play it. Don't fill out a survey. Like, no, this is the this is literally the, the one thing we can do to make a change, if anything. Right. Right. Because you're not pet, you're not buying the game. Right. You're getting yeah. invested in the ecosystem, which is their model which is fine. Yep. But if you have a shitty practice in that that's predatory, then the community that's playing it has a right to say something. And whether it's free or not, that doesn't mean that you can't have an opinion about the game, right? It means even more so you should express your opinion about the game because let's look at something like Apex Legends, right? That you and I have spent hundreds of dollars on, right? Yeah. But none of it has ever impacted our gameplay, right? It's all cosmetic stuff. It's all for loot boxes, right? It's all for crafting materials to make cosmetics. There's no impact on gameplay, right? And you have something like that where I'm okay with investing a lot of money in, right? If I want skins for certain characters that I like and stuff like free. that. Right. The game's free, so you know, exactly. you're going to give the money to the devs in that way. Exactly, and I've bought the Battle Pass every season for Apex Legends. For this, yeah. I bought the Battle Pass for the first season, but I'm not going to sit there and spend hundreds of dollars to make it just viable for me to compete because if it gets to the point where I'm just constantly getting steamrolled and I literally can't win and I have to pay to win to upgrade that stuff, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. The game's out right now on Nintendo switch. It's free. Go ahead and download it. Try it out. See if you guys agree with us. Um, the thing is the game is coming to mobile as well, which is a huge, 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 huge market. That's when I think that they're going to see the most uh, players, you know, actually yeah. playing the game and the most money coming in yes. uh, for these pay-to-win transactions. Mm -hmm. uh, that comes out in September, I believe. Right. Yep. So, you know, try the game out. Let us know what you think. And if you do try it out and you agree with us, go fill out that survey. Uh, it's, it should be on Twitter. Pokemon Unite posted it. Um, so, yeah, let us know what you guys think. I don't know. Josh, is there anything else you want to say about this? No, just that w with that, I think mobile is where it's going to be at. Um, I think... For us, we have a Switch, so it's a little bit easier to play on that, too. But I might try it on mobile, even though I'm not really a mobile gamer. I would like to see it come to PC. I know it probably never yeah. will. Uh, but this is a game, just mobiles are so much better on a mouse and keyboard. Um, so I would like to see that, but we probably won't, and that's okay. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about Pokemon Unite. All right. Well, before we jump into our next topic, which is a surprise topic that I'm bringing to the table today, mm -hmm. I do want to remind all of our viewers that are watching right now live that we are going to be doing a user submitted topic for our final topic, which is 
after this one. So, uh, you know, leave in the comments or in the chat here. Let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about, any news that you guys saw, uh, any games that you want to talk about. Leave it in the in the chat and we'll get to it. If we don't get anything, we have a topic prepared, um, but we really want to make this kind of, you know, interactive and fun. So any questions you have for us, you know, what's your favorite movie? You guys like this movie, you like this game? Just leave it in the chat. Um, and with that, Josh. Yes. Let's jump into my secret special topic that I'm bringing to the table today. It's a little something different. Let's do it. So we're going to be talking about movies and games, but it's going to stem from a movie discussion. Okay. So... I know you saw that we are getting a new Exorcist film trilogy. Yes. From director David Gordon Green. Yes. Uh, David Gordon Green, for those uh, that don't know the name, he just did the recent uh, Halloween film, mm -hmm. uh, which is going to be a trilogy as well. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't know, that Halloween movie is actually a sequel, a direct sequel to Halloween 1? 2. 2. Yeah. So it ignores three through seven, whatever, however many there are Halloween movies and just kind of picks up with like where the good story, if you will, ended. You just completely changed my entire outlook on that. Why? Thinking about the Exorcist stuff, because when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I don't need that. Why would, why would mm -hmm. we want that? And then there's Exorcist two and three. Why wouldn't they do a sequel to that? But you know what? You're right. I didn't even think about it that way. And it's the same yep. dude. So same anyway. dude. And that's that's actually where this whole topic is going. So um, with The Exorcist, David Gordon Green is going to be, I believe, kicking off right where the first movie ended and disregarding two and three. Mm -hmm. And he's going to be doing his own trilogy. Um, I have faith in him. I think he's a great you know, writer and director. And I, I love Halloween. So I'm excited for this. Josh, what movie series or game series would benefit from a new film that kind of disregards a bunch of other content that came after the first or second movie and just does its own thing. I'll start. And guys, and, and people that are watching live, if you have one that you can think of, leave it in the chat and we'll, we'll get to that as well. I'm going to go first, Josh. My favorite movie of all time, Donnie Darko. This is a film that is considered a cult classic by many. The sequel, S. Darko, is more like s-h-i-t dude it's bad and it stinks <laughs> and i think they could do a sequel that picks right where it left off or a sequel that doesn't suck ass if you will mm -hmm. another one josh film series that i've never seen sadly but i know a lot of people will agree with this one jaws i've heard that jaws two through three and Maybe even a fourth. I don't know. I heard they're not great compared to the first one. I love Jaws too. Well, it's not good. It's objectively not good, but I love it. But anyway, do you agree that maybe if they did a actual true sequel to Jaws, it could be good? It could be. It could be. I don't. I think that's one that I would personally rather just let it lie. Let it lie. That's fine with me. Yeah. Another one. Blair Witch. Blair Witch Project wow. number one was fantastic. I heard two and three were shit. Mm. They tried to kind of do this with the right. recent Blair Witch movie. Yeah. I just don't know if it necessarily was what I would have liked for a actual like sequel yeah. to the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Um, so those are my film ones. 
I have some game ones. Do you have anything you want to you want to shout out for films? Yeah. So I, I had to pull up a list here. Now, one I thought off the top of my head is not necessarily just a trilogy or it's a very large franchise. And that would be the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. I was um, going to say that I would yep. insert it. And, and here's the thing. It's not even because I like episode eight quite a bit. I like Last Jedi a lot. However, it clashes a lot thematically with everything else. And while I like it individually as a whole, it feels empty. And then the movie after that is just the worst of the entire franchise. So I'd snip that and put that in there. Um, so there was that. The other one I thought of was X-Men. Mm. Um, literally, it gets so fucking convoluted, dude. Go all the way back. Go all the way back to the first movie. Go all the way back. Uh, because holy shit, man. Um, the uh, Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy, I'd snip out the third one. Mm. And insert there. See, now I'm kind of altering your question, but. No, but that's that's good, though. Yeah. I have one for games. Oh, wait, I have more mm. movies. I'm not done yet. Okay. You didn't have, it didn't have to be separated, games and movies, but go ahead. Oh, oh sorry. Well, Jurassic, oh, Par- Jurassic Park. Yep. The Hobbit. Okay. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Sh- pretty much any any series of films. Sh- Shrek. Oh, wait, whoa. Hold on now. Shrek 2 is great. Yeah. Get rid of Shrek 3 and then... The Forever Ro- After. Forever After, yeah. Okay. Uh, Indiana Jones, snip off that last one, or, and especially Kingdom of the Crystal shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's pretty. But much are it. these so? This is these are all great. But are these movies that you, you're saying just snip off the last one? But do you think they could actually successfully like reboot them and or can or like make a sequel to the, to the of- one that? Out of all of those that I just mentioned, I think Jurassic Park and X-Men would probably be the ones that would be, have the best out of all of those, mainly just because there's, in my opinion, no good sequels to them. <laughs> so there's not much to lose, but also just thinking like thematically and story-wise, probably Fair. those um, where it would get the least convoluted. I do like your Jaws one too, and especially mm-hmm. Donnie Darko. Uh, yeah. That I agree, and Blair Witch too. So, yeah. So games, Josh mirror's edge yes they should give us just a straight sequel pretend like catalyst never came out yes um so another one that kind of already did this in a way but not really resident evil Uh, a lot of fans kind of think that resident evil 5 and 6 snip snip um but they kind of did this 7 and 8 have their own story it does tie in with the other film or the other games i'm sorry um However, you know, it is its own story where they're kind of just like doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, another game series that I think a lot of people would want, but I don't necessarily want is Saints Row. Um, wow. Saints Row 1 and 2 are like the more Grand Theft Auto gangster style game. And then 3 and 4 are an Agents of Mayhem. Um, forgot that came out, huh? Wow. Yeah. Um. <laughs> They all are like, you know, you're the president of the United States. You're going to space. You have superpowers. So I think a lot of people would uh, think that, you know, you snip out two or fr- like at the end of two, get rid of all the rest. And then you just make a Saints Row three that continues off of two. Mm. Um, I disagree with that. I think Saints Row is uh, a great, a great 
franchise, and I think they got better with three and four. Um, that's just me. Agents of Mayhem, we can snip there. How about that? Um, Modern Warfare, Josh. Call of Duty yes, Modern Warfare. that was going to be one of mine. Yeah. I mean, Modern Warfare 1 and 2 are fantastic. 3 is like, you know, close to our hearts, you and I. Yeah. But I know a lot of people are not big fans of Modern Warfare 3. Um, they kind of already did this with the Modern Warfare reboot. But I wish it. I wish they didn't do that and they just made a new Modern Warfare 3. Mm-hmm. That continued off the story. Um... And that's where I'm at. That's my, those are my, I'm out of notes. So those are the ones I, I got. What do you got? Um, Bioshock. Ooh, wait a second. And, but here's the thing. Are you going to snip infinite? I think I would snip two and infinite and I love two and I love infinite, but I want, I almost wish it would be a completely overhaul, right? Cause I think Bioshock one is too long and yet not long enough if that makes sense <laughs> that's why there's two <laughs> i i am aware of that but i think i would like to see a more fleshed out total story of the first bioshock game in multiple installments maybe even mm-hmm. before like you got there like of everything i just think there's okay. there's better not better but more stuff to do in that world um i'm not explaining yeah. it well but no i i know what you mean though i would have personally liked to have spent more time in rapture less time in the, I think that the concept of Bioshock infinite is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. How there's like, all, you know, there's always a lighthouse. There's always a, a man, a woman, whatever the, the thing is. I think that's a really cool concept. Yes. And it would have been great if they would have just kept going and making more with yeah. that formula. They could almost but, have done an anthology. Anth- yes. An anthology. I agree. 100%. Um, but I really wish there was more rapture and i wish that they didn't like kind of blow their load in one and yeah. like tell that whole story like i think you could do an entire game about andrew ryan specifically yeah like stuff like that um let me think oh walking dead the telltale walking dead game mm-hmm. um i think the sequels to that are not as good as the first game was um think about specifically yeah. the emotional weight of that game um k hall in the chat says gears of war um hmm so i've played gears of war one two and three and i kind of agree i liked gears of war one and two i did not like three as much i i don't think yeah i also agree and with that halo everything basically nothing that bungie did but everything that 343 did get rid of it um and start that again man this is steven whittle in the chat said snip out black ops three and four too yeah I think that's a good move as well. Yeah. But I do like certain aspects of, of Black Ops 3 and 4, like the zombie stuff. But campaign-wise, story-wise, I agree. 3 and 4, cut them. Yeah, what else? Trying to think what else. And I want to remind you guys, we do have some comments now. So um, this is our last topic. We're doing one more after this. And it, you know, we want it to be a viewer question or a viewer, uh, you know, topic. So leave it in the in the chat and we'll cover whatever topic you want. Otherwise, we're going to do a topic about uh, something completely random. And Josh just left it in the chat. There you go. Um, I think maybe else? Sly Cooper too. Mm-hmm. Uh, go all the way back. Well, let's, or let's even go even like further. Thieves in Time was good. Let's go even further. Uh, yeah. You know, Legend of Zelda 2, the original for the NES, is considered shit 
you know? Yeah. But when you, when you say snip that and make another one in the same style of the first game, like, you know, does that, does that destroy the whole, the rest of the franchise? All of it? I don't think so. Same with, same with the Super Mario Bros. series. Super Mario Bros. 2 isn't even a fucking Super Mario Bros. game. They just mm-hmm. took another game and just put sprites in it of Mario. And that's why it plays completely different than the rest of the Mario games. Yeah. Um, do you snip that? I don't know. I guess you could. What about what about just complete franchise overhauls? Um, I, I have a perfect example for you. Cyberpunk. <laughs> that game just came out. Uh, just redo that. Completely eliminate that. Just redo it and just make a Blade Runner game. Yeah, and make it better. Um, yeah, that's hard, man. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot that we are not thinking of. Um, but... I think I think that the Star Wars one would Star Wars one is hard. Like you said, uh, you know, the sequels, the sequel trilogy. I do wish they did that. But at the same time with Star Wars, it's like once it happens, it's like set in stone. Like there's like a canon, like like everything is like you can't just like erase things in the Star Wars universe. So it would almost have to like they'd have to be like, okay, this is like an alternate universe or something like they'd have to explain it somehow or some way. And I just think that's going to confuse things too much, which is the only reason why I'm like not for that. Does that make Mm, sense? Yeah. I just hate episode nine so much. Uh, And and as a star Wars fan, it hurts my soul. So that's the problem with Disney owning, you know, star Wars now is that like, they're just pumping stuff out and it's not always going to be a hit. Right. So, there's so much that you're like, I just wish this didn't exist. I really wish that they didn't do this and make this decision. But we kind of have to live with it now because they're the ones right in the canon. So I know. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Unfortunate. But anyway, I don't know. I don't think I can think of anything else right now off the top of my head. That's hard. I could do more research and come back to you later in the future. But That sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, Brett, Shall we move on to our next and final topic of the day? Nobody dropped a comment, uh, Rip, but that's okay. We have a backup uh, topic, which we can cover. How does that sound? That sounds fantastic to me. I do appreciate all the interaction we had for that last topic that we just had. Yeah. Okay. So, Brett. Z Laner, the popular Facebook streamer, converted to Facebook and YouTube streamer has declined a large contract offer from Twitch to be an exclusive streaming partner with them. And this might be because Brett, well, actually not, not might be. It is because he said it himself. It's because then he could not stream with famous streamer, Dr. Disrespect. That's right. Yes. So for those of you that don't know, Z Laner, right, uh, is a very popular streamer that kind of took off this last year, especially during the pandemic, because he randomly teamed up with Dr. Disrespect for one stream, and now they stream together every week, almost every day sometimes. And Um, they're very entertaining. They're extremely entertaining to watch with each other. So Z Laner said... Quote, currently in the contract conversation with platforms right now, with my agency and all that stuff, Twitch is not even on the table. I told my agency Twitch is not on the table because of Doc. I would not be able to stream with Doc, and that would be disingenuous. End quote. 
So not only would it be disingenuous, well, first we have to kind of talk about what happened with Doc because if oh, people yeah. are watching this, they don't understand what happened. So mm-hmm. like Josh said, Dr. Disrespect is a very famous Twitch streamer, or he was a Twitch streamer. Um, he played a lot of video games, PUBG, Call of Duty, Apex Legends, uh, Fortnite. He played all those kind of like FPS games. And he has this character, this persona, um, where he's like this badass mullet having sunglass wearing mustache toting uh just badass and he plays this character he never drops character he's always in character and uh one day he just gets banned from twitch Mm -hmm. and he wasn't told why and they just never let him come back and he you know it was it was a pretty big deal like that was his main source of of income for his family he was making you know what i can imagine is millions of dollars oh yeah he's a Um, multi-millionaire for sure and then one day your your boss just says you're not allowed to you know you're you're banned from the office you can't come back yeah what do you He's, do he said it was like showing up to if you were driving into work and you showed up and the office was just not there what do you do and it's so bad it's gotten to the point where twitch events like you know um what is the word i'm looking for contests and tournaments and, and stuff like that call of duty tournaments he's not even allowed to like be on the stream with any other uh Twitch play or Twitch streamers. He's not allowed to participate in any Twitch events. Uh, it's 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 pretty ridiculous. So what this whole topic is about is this guy Z Laner, his partner that he's been playing with for months now. Yeah, he's a Facebook streamer. He basically said, "I'm not signing up with Twitch. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to screw people over, and I won't be able to play with Doc anymore if I were to sign with them." Yeah. Um, which is you know again, it's very genuine of him to say that he you know he doesn't want to break his loyalty with doc but at the same time josh i'm sure that a lot of z's revenue and a lot of z's you know viewership comes from teaming with doc oh absolutely so he'd, be, he'd be shooting himself in the foot yeah going off of that brett actually that's a nice little anecdote i can add to your point there is that he said quote doc isn't the only person i stream with but doc is someone that has literally shined such an insane spotlight on me over the last little while that i would be stabbing the man in the back he's probably down for me to do whatever i want to do but that decision was a no-brainer twitch is just off the table completely period end quote yeah um i mean i'm trying to think of like in in another way to like phrase is like you know imagine there's a sports player and they like they kick him off the team so he starts playing with this guy in like the minor leagues and the guy, you know, is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then this minor league player, they're like, come on our team, come play for us. You're like, no, you fucked over my friend. I'm not going to play for you. That's essentially what's happening here. Right. Yeah. So, um, and it's, it's, it's just so ridiculous at this point. Um, that like you said he can't even play in tournaments where he's not streaming on Twitch, but other people are streaming on Twitch and he would be competing in the tournament. Yeah. And then, Josh, uh, there's a more recent thing that happened. Z was, to say fuck you to Twitch, he participated in a tournament dressed as Doc. Yeah. Wearing, you know, a fake mustache, a mullet, the, you know, the vest, the whole thing. And then Twitch would not allow Z to compete in the the next round of the tournament. Mm -hmm. Simply for dressing like Doc. Yeah. And then in response to that, Brett, I don't know if you remember, Doc used to play with him back in the day, um, but this, T- from TSM, yeah. this, yep. who is a Twitch partner, dressed up in complete Doc attire and streamed Good. Apex Legends and to say Good. fuck you to Twitch. And I'm sure he might get banned where he's probably going to face repercussions from that. And then all these other streamers came out against it, um, against Twitch. 
And I remember too, back when this first happened, like Tim the Tatman went to bat for him, like all these huge streamers that are like, it's just not fair. And they miss streaming with him, but they're put in a pickle where it's like, well, do they risk their revenue streams just to like say fuck you to this huge platform that supports them? Like, I don't, it's just a really bad situation. And to this day, we still publicly at least do not know what happened. Or why Doc yeah. was banned. He might know. He might have gotten touched, but as far as I know, last he said, he has no idea. Yep. Yeah, the, the thing about like Tim the Tap Man and all these other streamers that do stream on Twitch that really sucks is like, you know, I'm sure when when gaming is your is your job, you don't really do a lot of it off the camera, you know, not streaming. Right. So, you know, I'm I have to imagine that Doc's relationship with some of these people that used to be like you know, they used to be really great friends. They barely talk now yeah. because they can't play during working hours, essentially. Right. It's just ridiculous. I mean, Twitch is literally tearing friends apart at this point. But it's it's okay for girls to show their boobs on camera and, you know, stream in a, uh, in, a in a pool or a hot tub or something. Like, it is just – the hypocrisy is unreal. Unless there's something completely illegal that Doc did that – you know, or something awful that Doc did that we don't know, um, you know – he should take him to court. He should sue the fuck out of him. And uh, if he hasn't already started that process, yeah, um, it's just absolutely awful. But that's the that's the thing, right? Is that people should be allowed to like, except unless it's child pornography or like I guess literal just straight up porn. People should be allowed to stream whatever they want. And if they don't do anything that violates your TOS, then why is he banned from your platform? And arguably, not arguably, he was the biggest streamer on your platform like yeah. hands down and he signed an exclusivity deal right before he got banned too right so like it, it's just it's just ridiculous man and twitch i mean look who they're owned by uh and look no further yeah so anyway all right well brett that'll do it for this week we are not going to do an indie intel this week just again given our time constraints uh we've been going almost uh, over an hour um well, anyway in in lieu of Sorry. no indie intel, I do want to say shout out to Disrate Studios uh, for all the support you've been giving us. And, you know, on Twitter, um, you know, we like Camera Slaughter. Your game looks awesome. And, you know, we're really excited to try it out. We both backed it on Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. We recommend you do it as well. Yep. And our logo is give... in the game. <laughs> our logo is going to be in the game, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. And then huge shout out to the guys over at Mongoose Rodeo yeah. from Canada. Uh, they have an indie game coming out and I believe 2023 called Crow Sworn, mm -hmm. and they gave us a shit ton of love on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, so shout out to you guys because that's fucking awesome and your game looks great as well. So, you know, shout out to you guys. Yeah, make sure you go follow them on Twitter. I think they also successfully completed or were funded on their Kickstarter campaign. I think it still might be going, but I think they got all of their money. So they, they met their funding. They did. Uh, they actually, well, Josh, they, they beat their funding goal in three hours. Um, right oh. now they are just they're just okay, trying to get they're just trying to get uh you know advanced that. tiers and stuff yeah. yeah well i think they might get them all <laughs> i think so too it's fucking insane honestly yeah. that game looks so slick but um and, yeah. and i know we keep talking about it but i really do want to at some point in the future uh sooner rather than later is do just a wrap up of all of the indie intels we've ever done where they were when we covered them and where they are now um because a lot of the games that we've covered have gone on to get funded or for full releases. Um, and, you know, we're a small channel. We have relatively low impact, but it's cool to see 
games that we kind of helped discover, right, were discovered while they were really small and see them be so successful, which is one of the reasons why we do this and also just connecting with the developers. Um, I think back to us attending too many games that one year and like literally like stuff like that is, is really cool. So, yeah, I would like to do that as well. Like, you know, maybe even reach out to some of these developers and do some interviews with them. Yeah. Kind of like podcast format, like we're doing right now. Um, I know there's a couple other games that stand out a lot. Like the guys from, uh, they made the game insane, which unfortunately Mm -hmm. did not have a successful campaign, but they are going to try again you know, I'd love to talk with them about their whole Kickstarter process. Um, the game about the Hikiko Mori. Uh, you know, I'd love to sit down and talk with the Japanese uh, developer of that game as well. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be pretty sweet. So, yes, I agree. Still going strong, by the way, development on that. He streams. Um, oh, nice. His development every once in a while. So that's cool. But awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, that will do it for Half the Cast episode 44, I think. Yeah. Um, Make sure you guys like, you comment, and subscribe. Really make sure you subscribe if you're not. Um, as we mentioned last week, and we will continue to mention, we have videos where like literally 70% of people are not subscribed. Um, so make sure you do that. It helps us out. It helps you out because you know when we upload videos uh, and you hit that notification bell, and then you'll be notified as soon as they go live. Um, so please do that. It will really help us out. And share it with your friends too. And tell them to subscribe and check us out uh, because that will help out as well. All right, folks, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. See you later, guys.